Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to English Grammar Corner. I am your host, Adam, and today we're going to be talking about one of the greatest mysteries in the English language for people who, for example, uh, speak Polish as their native language, or Czech, or Chinese, or... Vietnamese, or basically any language that doesn't have articles. We're going to be talking about articles. Um, an article in English is a word like the, or an, or a. And some other languages have articles like Spanish, le, la, los, las, um... Uh, French has articles, le, le. Um, German has articles, das, die, those kind of things. Um, but before I talk about articles, I have to step back and talk a little bit about nouns. Um, a noun is a thing. So, in English, um, there's different categories of nouns. So, we have concrete nouns, so nouns that are actually things like dog, cat, chair, television, and we have abstract nouns, nouns which are ideas like love and hate and freedom and independence. So basically, the difference between an abstract noun and a concrete noun is you can touch an ab a concrete noun, and you can't touch an abstract noun. Okay, so that's one kind of categorization of nouns, but there is a much more important one, at least in terms of articles. So, we have something, and let me go back to other languages for a moment before I talk about English. So, in Polish, there are three genders, and I don't mean anything political by that. I mean grammatical genders. So there's masculine and feminine and neuter. And those actually don't have anything to do with biological sex. It's just when people were talking about Latin, they said that these were masculine, feminine, and neuter uh, genders. And a lot of languages have those three or two, so for example, Spanish has masculine and feminine nouns, and others have more than three. So, people traditionally say that English has no gender system, but that's actually a little bit not true, because we have something much more clunkier that we call, well, clunkier because our our terminology for it is not exactly good. We have countable and uncountable nouns. So, a countable noun, theoretically, is something that you can count. So, a shoe, two shoes, two pairs of shoes. So, a shoe is something you can count, because clearly I'm looking at my shoes. There's one there, there's two two shoes. And an uncountable noun is something that you can't count. And the idea is that these are 
like liquids like milk or sand. So it's impossible to count all of the little pieces of sand or flour. Like I don't mean flowers like roses, but flour that you make bread from. That kind of makes sense that it's uncountable. But you have other things which are also uncountable, like abstract nouns, like advice. That's uncountable because it's an abstract noun. So, instead of thinking about it like uh, that these things are uncountable, think about them like we have, if it helps you, we have two gen... Because if you look into it, some of the things which are uncountable in English make no sense. So, for example, fish. Fish generally are uncountable. But if you take types of fishes, that's countable. Why? Just because. It's crazy. So, um, I think it's better to look at it not as countable, uncountable, but as some kind of gender. And in English, we just call this gender countable and uncountable. Now, back to articles. Why is this important if we talk about articles? It's important because I'm going to tell you some general rules of articles, and then I'm going to tell you some more specific rules of articles. So, um, there's two, as I said, general rules connected to articles. The first rule is if you talk about something for the first time, you use a if it's countable, or nothing if it's plural or uncountable. So, I see a dog. I see milk. I see dogs. So, I've, I've talked about those things for the first time. And every other time I mention those things, from now on in the sentence, I use the word the. So, I see a dog. The dog is big. I see the milk. Well, I see milk. The milk is delicious. I see dogs. The dogs are angry. So, the second general rule, if we talk about articles, is connected to that one. So, if we're talking about something general, we use a or nothing, depending on if the word is countable or uncountable. So, and if we're talking about something that's specific, we use the. So, a man's best friend is a dog. In that sentence, a man is generally all men, and a dog is generally all dogs. So, we can contrast this with the man's best friend is the dog. So, in that sen second sentence, the man is a specific man, let's call him George, and the dog is a specific dog, let's call him Rover. So, Rover is George's best friend. So, the man's best friend is the dog. So, the problem in English is we have, well, people say that there are exceptions, but 
if it's a rule, it's not exactly an exception. And going back to what I said earlier about gender and nouns, if we think about uncountable and countable nouns in English as a gender, so uncountable gender and countable gender, then these exceptions kind of make sense because it's not that they're exceptions, it's just that they're in this uncountable gender. So, um, let's see. Uh, there's a very, very long list. So, for example, names of streets. We don't use the because they're names of streets. So, for example, Main Street or... Uh, I don't know, Independence Boulevard. So generally, names of streets, we don't use the. But the reason we don't use the is because generally we don't use the with names. So we don't use the with uh, the Adam or the George or the Lena. It doesn't make any sense to do something like that. Um, we use the, though, we don't use the with names of countries, like like Poland, or Canada, or Japan. So we don't say the Poland, we don't say the Canada, we don't say the Japan. But we do say the United States of America, or the United Kingdom, or previously the Soviet Union, or currently the European Union. So, why do we say the in those examples and not previous examples? Because when you have something big that is made up of something small, then to talk about that group, we use the. It's the same thing with mountains and islands. So, if we have one single mountain, we don't use the, like Mount Everest. If we have a chain of mountains, we can use the, like the Himalayas. And like I just said, with islands, it's the same way. With one island, we don't use the, like Jamaica. We don't say the Jamaica, we just say Jamaica. But if we have a chain of islands, we use the, like the West Indies, or the Antilles, or some other islands. And there are many, many, many rules like this, and I'm sure that I'm not going to remember all of them. But, uh, for example, if you have an expression with of, then you use the. So... Uh, you could say that you, the United States of America fits into this. But if you have, for example, the university of such a place, then it has to be the. So, the University of Trent, the University of Harvard, the University of Cambridge. But if you don't put this of in the expression, then you don't need the, because then it's a regular... Uh, name. So, for example, Trent University, Cambridge University, then you don't need the. Um, yeah, 
what else can I tell you about the? I'm going to look at my notes one moment. Okay, and after a bit of research, I have discovered the things, uh, a few things, um, other uh, instances where we use the. So we use the when we talk about, we have a, let's say we have a larger group, and inside that group we have one particular thing that is part of that group. So, for example, the wolf is one subsection of all animals. So I can say, the wolf is not a dangerous animal, or the wolf is a dangerous animal. So I'm not talking about that specific wolf, I'm talking about all wolves. And we can talk about groups of people in the same way, like the the poor have it hard, uh, have a difficult time in the winter, or the homeless have a difficult time in the winter, or the rich have an obligation to talk about or to care for the poor. So those are all uh, groups of people and not specific people. Um, we can also use the to talk about musical instruments. So I play the piano. She plays the violin. So, in this context, the violin is always the. So, actually, going back to my kind of weird analogy earlier where I said that uh, countable or uncountable is like gender. So, these things that we always use the would kind of be a third category, so neutral, so, or neuter. So let's imagine that countable words are masculine, uncountable words are feminine, and words that always take the would be neuter nouns. So, so for example, in this uh, system, um, countable noun, apple. So that's masculine. So an apple is countable. So the first time you talk about apple, you use a. Next time, the. And uncountable word, milk. So the first time you talk about milk, you use nothing. Then you use the. And. If we talk about some um, some group of people, then that is neuter, so we always use the. The poor, the homeless, the lion, the kangaroo. Um, and we talk about musical instruments. If we're talking generally, then we use the. The violin. I love the violin. I love the piano. I play the piano, I play the violin. Um, this also works if we talk about systems or services. So I heard it on the radio, I watched it on the television. Um, you should tell the police. So, yeah. Okay. 
And in this third category would be newspapers, so the Times, the Washington Post, um, also things that are well-known buildings or works of art like the Empire State Building, the Mona Lisa, the Taj Mahal, organizations like the United Nations, the Siemens Union, and hotels, pubs, and restaurants, the Ritz, the Ritz Hotel, the King's Head, the Deja Vu. Um, but we don't use the if the name of the hotel or restaurant is the name of the owner. So, uh, for example, George's Place. Um, and if we talk about names of families like the Smiths, the Joneses, the Obamas, the Putins. Um, I don't know if that helps you think about articles or not, or if that's just confusing, but basically I'm, I'm going to recap for you. Um, if you are a person who is learning English as a second language, just remember that the in A... If we talk about the names of these articles in English, we often call them definite articles and indefinite articles. So, an indefinite article, you could replace that with general article, and definite article with concrete or specific article. So, the usually refers to something which is specific and concrete, and A refers to something that is general. Um, so, the two basic rules if we talk about articles in English are, when you talk about something for the first time, it's kind of general for you, so you use A. And then, every other time you refer to it, you use the. So, I see a dog, the dog is black. And when you're talking about something which is general, then you use A or nothing, depending on if it's countable or uncountable, to talk about something which is general. Love is a great thing. A man has many problems in his life. And if we're talking about something specific, we use the. And it doesn't matter if it's countable or uncountable. So, the love I feel for you is vast. Alright, so I hope that helped. If you have any questions or comments, please go to the Facebook page, English Grammar Corner, and click like and leave your comment. So, speaking of that, I got a comment from Julian Schneider, who said that he was listening to the Passive Voice episode I did. Um, he enjoyed listening to the podcast, especially the bagel example. He disliked the cat example, though. Well, you know, cats are evil. Hate to break it to you, Julian, but they are. <laughs> I'm working on not hating cats, but I do indeed hate them. Um... Yeah, so, uh, to recap yet again, articles are great, don't be afraid of articles, A or an, those are articles which we talk about general things, and the is an article 
which we use to talk about something specific, although there are about 32 other rules that generally fall into those rules. So think about what kind of noun it is, if it's countable or uncountable, if it's the first time you're using it in a sentence, and that kind of rule will... It's very mechanical once you start to notice it. And if you are a learner of English as a second language, what you can do is you can copy a short text from the internet in English, copy it twice on some kind of word processing software, and then go through the first one and erase all of the articles. Leave it for a couple of days, then go back and try and put in all of the articles, and then compare your version with the real version, and you'll start to see this pattern. Because it is a pattern, and it's very mechanical, and native speakers know this pattern, and they know when it's being broken, just subconsciously, because they've heard it all of their lives. So, it will help you become aware of it. And if you are a native speaker of English and you're listening to this podcast, isn't that amazing? Isn't it fascinating how you've never thought about the in your entire life and how important it is to your language? Interesting. Yeah, so anyway, if you have questions or comments, you can go to the Facebook page, English Grammar Corner, click like, leave your message. If you want to contact me on Facebook, you can do that by going to at Adam Todd Leverton. Uh, I don't tweet at all, but I do read my mentions, so if you have a question and you prefer Twitter, you can do it that way. Um, if you want to support the podcast financially, you can go to patreon.com slash Leverton, sign up. That link will be in the show notes. And also, if you want to have an ad on this uh, podcast, you can do so by going to um, the show notes as well, and there will be a link there. So thank you very much, and goodbye.